guess what time it is. Wait, wait. Don't tell me. It's... Mm, hang on. Time to get my prescription for finasteride refilled. No, no, that's tomorrow. It's... Oh, that can only be one thing. It is... And it doesn't have anything to do with testicles. It's ghost school time. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> Welcome. How are you today? Um, I'm good. I'm nice. good. I, nice, uh, nice, nice. I am, you know, enjoying the weather. You're about to go on a really cool trip, aren't you? I am. Oh, nice. I am. Do Although by the time this comes out, it will be over. Because we had to get ahead because I'm going to help um, teach a class at a college. That's really cool. Yeah. Ah. So it'll be You're fun. A great teacher. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I have a master's and that I'm allowed to teach at colleges. Well, you are certainly a master. Thank you. It's a ten thousand hour, right? Isn't that what it is? Ten thousand yeah, hours. Ten thousand hours of mastery, and I think you've you've hit that. You hit that like, like five years, six years ago. Right. Easy. You just. I mean, if we're just talking, talking. <laughs> right. I, mean, I had that real early on. Yeah, yeah. I think I got my 10,000 hours out of the way before I was right. in high school. Perhaps first grade, but she had a real problem with how much I talked. <laughs> I wasn't a talker. What was her kid. name? Mrs. Roan? Mrs. Roan. Oh, first grade? She sounds, she sounds like she would have a problem with Roan. you. R-H-O-N-E, I think. I had... Uh, I wasn't a very big talker as a kid. I couldn't, actually. And uh, when, right. I, when I learned to talk, well, then then I started making up for lost time. Right. Like a motherfucker. But I was making up for lost time when there was no lost time. You were time. talking for me even then before we knew each it's other. True. It's like we Facts. were connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were like, somewhere out there, there's a young stutterer Beneath named Michael. <laughs> oh, no, that song, don't. No, you're going to make me cry. Stuttering for uh, me. <laughs> Not talking too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so um, um, yeah. Do you remember your first grade teacher's name? Mrs. Klim. She oh, was a sweetheart. Me. I remember all my teachers' names. I remember. Weirdly, I think it's because I come from because my mother was a teacher and my grandmother was a teacher. I just always I, I, I pretty good. I gravitated to my teachers. So every teacher I've had, I remember their name. Yeah, kindergarten was Miss Jackson. Ooh, that was fun. I don't remember my kindergarten. Oh name snap! I had a bunch. There was a. There was a. It was. I went to kindergarten in a, in a place where we had like five or six different teachers on rotation. Oh okay. Because uh, it was more like a. It wasn't in a school. It was its own little separate building, little institution or whatever. Oh, it's okay. called Whistle Stop. Whistle Stop. Um, yeah, yeah. That's where I got injured. Injured. Yeah, I'll tell that story. Later. Oh okay. Um, I went to Harvest Hills. It was an open school, so the rooms were divided by. Like movable bookshelves and oh, stuff like that. Fun. So it was pretty. I don't think they do that anymore. But we would meet every morning, and the people I'm still friends with who went to Harvest Hills, uh-huh. we remember like the we would sing songs every oh, morning before God. school, and we we Captain and Neil, Butterscotch <laughs> Mountain. Is that what it is? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. we'd sing that, and we'd sing Butterscotch, Butterscotch Mountain or Great Butters- Rock Candy Mountain. Butterscotch. I don't remember that. Butterscotch Castle. Of- Butterscotch okay. Castle. Okay, so I remember. I remember yeah. Great Rock Candy Mountain. And we maybe sung that and too. The and on the bus and stuff like that. Yeah, right? but we, I mean, that was one. We'd sing the, you know, our school fight song. I feel like every time. First grade was Mrs. Klim. Second grade was Mrs. Yates, both of whom actually lived near us. 
Then third grade was Mrs. Elledge, who was mean. Uh, fourth was third Mr. Palmer, had that who was fun. Fifth, it was Mrs. Moyer. God. Um, and Mrs. Mrs. Moyer, Mrs. LaRue, because uh, in fifth grade, we started having multiple, multiple teachers. Yeah. And uh, Miss Nolan. And then in, in junior high, excuse, sixth grade, it was Mrs. Hartfield, who was a student of my grandmother's. Sixth grade was Mrs. Chesney. And fuck that bitch. Oh. She can oh. rot in a fire. My sixth grade teacher. I feel strongly Hartfield. about that. She was horrible. Um, my, Mrs. Hartfield, my sixth grade teacher, was awesome. She was great. Like yeah. she was. I just fucking loved her. Yeah. Then seventh grade. I mean, then you get into really multiple. Yeah, seventh grade. It was like it was Mrs. Swope, Mrs. Webster, Mrs. Nolan. Holy shit. Um, and and uh, coach coach uh, coach Bean. And I barely even remember what school I went to in seventh grade. That's weird. I don't, I, I mean, I remember, I have a pretty vivid memory it? for things like that. Oh, I, re- I was at Piedmont then. Oh, okay. Piedmont, middle I was school. In, I was in Fabian. I went to, my, my middle school was Slaughter. My, my elementary school was Burke, Burke Elementary, yeah. Burke's Elementary. And then uh, middle school was Slaughter Elementary. Nice. <sighs> Fucking name, it was named for there's a, a principal, but there's Slaughter a tombstone, Elementary. Or there's a, uh, not crypt, but a... Mausoleum? The mausoleum in uh, one of the big cemeteries, I think off McKinney, that it's Slaughter is the name of it. It's really funny. It's really funny. It's a good name um, to have on a tombstone. It's true. It's My true. favorite or last name is like Stiff or... Right. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Um, You're like, is that a name or is that just... Hmm, okay. Is that just facts? Uh, uh, so, yeah, we could go through all of we our could. I'm like, oh, oh. Or we could read these ghost stories. We should read ghost stories. All right. That's what you came... You didn't come to hear our Our, like our, our litany of... Our, of school teachers. But what's okay, so but we'll say what schools we went to. Okay, so I went to Harvest Hills and Will Rogers Elementary mm-hmm. Schools and also my mom's school in fourth grade. And I also went to Piedmont for a little bit. Where your mom taught? Where my mom taught at Oh God. Why can't I remember that one? At Hoover. 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 And Hoover. then um these are all in Oklahoma City. And then <laughs> I went to Harvest I went to Piedmont, PMS when I got in trouble because we went to the zoo and I would shout, P-M-S, we got it, we know it. And everybody was so upset. Uh, which only empowered me. Um, and then, so I've always been like this is what I'm saying. That's like uh, the weirdest Nickelodeon version of Carrie. Uh, yeah, it's right. Um, so then I went to Hart, Hart, no, then I went Hefner. Hefner, oh. Then, and that was a junior high. You Hefner out of school? I went to a bunch of schools. And then I went to, but they were all in the same area. And then I went to PC North. I was Burks Elementary, Slaughter Middle School, Fabian Junior High. Uh, and then just, it was McKinney High School. McKinney now high school. it's, I think it's Boyd. But uh, because right. by the time there was only, there's one. like two or three or maybe even five we high had schools now in McKinney because it's grown. but wouldn't. city ones at the time. So, yeah. See? That's it. All right. All right. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Carly. Carly. Where'd you go to school? (laughs) I don't know. Um, So admittedly, when people would submit their stories about weird shit happening to them while they were listening to the podcast, I would just kind of roll my eyes and continue on with the episode. This was until until (laughs) a few weeks ago, I was at my parents' house doing laundry because hello, my apartment building. Hello to my apartment building. Paying over $7 to do a load of laundry is bullshit. Uh, Fuck yeah. Especially when you got parents and you can do them for free. Exactly. And especially like you need your delicates, but there's only like four things in that batch. Um, (laughs) So anyway, I'm not paying $7. Get that shit dry cleaned for that. You know what I mean? No kidding. So anyway, to save money and plus more often than not get a free home-cooked meal, I go there. 
I have the podcast playing out loud from my phone while it was laying on top of the dryer. I start taking the laundry out of the dryer when all the hair on the back of my neck just stands right up. I whipped my head around to see if one of my neighbors had popped in or if my mom was home. There was no one there. I shrugged it off and went back to getting the laundry. Neck hair still standing tall. I could feel eyes on me. I turned my entire body around and loudly said, hello? There was no answer. I continued to feel eyes on me until I had to shut off the podcast because I was getting too creeped out. I get that. And of course, the washer and dryer are in the basement. Ah. Hashtag fuck a basement. <laughs> Which did not help matters. That seven dollars isn't looking so expensive. No, I know, right? No. I'm sure that the one the laundromats at a at a school have to be or apartment called, they have to be haunted. They're all they all feel haunted, you know. Haunted laundromats by- too. As useful as they are to getting 20 loads of laundry done that you haven't done. Not that I've ever done that. Um, (laughs) They also always feel a little haunted. Now, this was not the first time I had listened by myself before because going grocery shopping and listening to you guys talk is amazing. I never thought about listening to a podcast while I'm at the grocery store. And this was not the first time I had even listened to the podcast at their house before. But this was the first time I had ever listened to it by myself in that house. This was not even the first time I had seen or felt something there in the house. A little backstory. So basically what I'm hearing is it's not really us. (sighs) Great. A little backstory. (laughs) So we bought the house in early 1997, and right away, the oldest neighbors just down the road would start with, oh, our neighborhood is built on top of an ancient Indian burial ground bullshit that white people just love to say to people when they move into places. My family just brushed it off and said, yeah, sure, whatever you say. Cut to November, December of 1997. I'm five years old and wake up from a deep sleep because I felt like someone was staring at me. I sat up in bed for about 30 seconds to let my eyes adjust and then look out the window. There peering in at me was a scraggly looking man, dark brown or black greasy hair, big beard, and just black eyes. The kind of eyes that show no emotion, only evil. I screamed so loudly and ran to my parents' bedroom on the other side of the house on the other side of the house. Blah. My dad jumped out of his bed, grabbed his shotgun, and ran outside, not even bothering to put on boots or anything. Which led me to point out it which sorry. <laughs> which let me point out is a really dumb fucking move because hello, frostbite. Hello, I live, frostbite. <laughs> I live in the town where we get five feet of fucking snow on Christmas in 2017 and made news around the world. Okay. Oof. So he was being an excellent father and checking to make sure some creep wasn't about to kill or kidnap me or my brothers. But still, proper winter attire, people. <laughs> and he did. Oh, it wasn't in the last one, and I felt uh, like something was missing. Yeah, that's because I forgot to put on silent. My, it was my mother who has tried to call me twice already, and I had to text. I'm in the middle of a podcast, so she texts me back anyway. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho. Oh, your mother. I know. Anywho, he checked around the perimeter of the house twice and saw nothing. He even went close closer to the neighbor's houses who lived next door to us to check and still didn't see squat. My mom brought me and my older brothers, who at this point, due to the commotion, had woken up outside. We all stood in front of my window and there were no boot prints or footprints in the snow at all. My parents brought us back into the house and chalked it up to my active imagination and left it at that. 22 years later, I still cannot sleep with a window shade slash blind up because of this. That was just the biggest of all shit. That was just the biggest of all shit that happened in that house. (laughs) Our family, when something would get moved or broken and no one would say who did it, 
we would just say, oh, it's the my last name family ghost doing shit to us. A toy would get moved to a higher or lower location than where it was left. Things would go missing, so on and so forth. The active imagination that my family said I had also included me talking to trees and knowing things that A, I shouldn't have known from my family's history. B, things about historical moments in time that I just knew about and had never read or seen on TV either. And C, being able to tell slash read people's emotions. As I grew older, these things went away, but I definitely believe that some of these have stayed with me and saved my life at one point, to which the saving life part, my family does agree. As this is already kind of long, I will leave it at that. You can always write back in to tell... I can always write back in. I was like, I can't write back in to tell the saving of the, your life story. That's I don't know the story. <laughs> yes, Carly, you can write in to tell us the saving of your life story and the haunting that is taking place a few houses down from our house. You guys are amazing, Ooh. and thank you, Carly. Thank You're you, welcome, Carly. Carly. Thank you. It makes you wonder, like, what did you see... Because right. especially, too, you'll doubt yourself in the middle of the night, too. And how did you see something so clearly mm-hmm. at night mm-hmm. outside a window? Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes if it wakes you out of a sleep, um, it's more vivid in your mind. Right. Because it's like, because it happened, uh, you're just, I don't know, whenever whenever that's happened to me, whenever something wakes me out of my sleep, I may doubt it, but I sit back and I'm like, no, that was pretty vivid. Because I think your body's on high alert at that point. If right. it's bringing you out of sleep, clearly... Like your body is taking in enough detail because certain yeah. things wake you up, some don't. Yeah. Well, um, and then too, you you start to question: Was it just a dream mm-hmm. that woke me up, or did something wake me up? And then I had the experience, which is really fucking irritating. <laughs> Sometimes they bleed in one. Sometimes uh, you'll be having a dream that reflects what your body's actually going through. Like there was a famous dream of some guy that dreamed he was being guillotined, but in the dream, like it went on for a while. Like he was accused, he went to trial and he was walked to the guillotine and said his last words and they put him in the stocks and then down came the blade. And he woke up to the sensation of something hitting the back of his neck. And it was like the headboard. Uh And it's like, it's like the dream really only like happened like the dream that to him seemed to go on for the duration of this whole story was actually only the matter of like half a second right. when his body was like interpreting the sensation of the headboard hitting him and decided to tell itself it's the story. Whole story. So it's, it's kind of creepy how that shit happens. I've had that happen because we did. Did you ever do the thing where your friends would try to make you pass out? Did you ever do that? Is that a girl thing? We did that. What? How do they do this? I mean, just it in was a drinking contest? About, sure. Oh, no. No, no, no. It would... I mean, I mean, this is like ele, ele, upper elementary school, oh, junior high Should I pass out? So it was something... I can't really remember, but it was like crossing your arms over your chest and holding your breath, and then someone would squeeze you or something. I can't really remember. What? It sounds like a great way to pop your back, but... It does, but it sounds like... It sounds But kinda, you would... I mean, oh my God. it would make you pass out, and then everybody was like, you lose a brain cell for every time you pass out. And I'm like, I could risk one. Let's do it. So, whatever it was. I was the one that was thinking about you, motherfucker. Right. And that's worried about doing this. I'm gonna, let's get rid of that one. I've <laughs> Which never I never heard had. Of this activity. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, uh, it was, I can't even remember what it was. Can you just do drugs like most kids? Jesus. No. <laughs> I was going to church. I had to find a high, a natural way. And that was by making myself pass out. So, and I can't even remember how it was done, but I did whatever it did. I passed out for like a split second. But in that, what fascinated me is I had an entire dream 
through that entire thing. Wow. And it was like, I was like, oh my God, what happened? And they were like, I think it was for like a second. And I was like, what? And I had this whole dream that I remembered and told everybody. So it's, it's weird how that yeah. happens. Like the, your brain can make something seem like it's forever when it's like really mm-hmm. in, in the waking world. It's only half a second. Yeah. Dreams, so dreams and sleep fascinate me. Yeah. All right, uh, you're up. Okay, I'm up. This is from Amber. Amber says, I was featured in Ghost Ghouls 11, where I told you about the most terrifying ghost experience of my life. After much thought and a recent development, I have decided to share my experience with a negative spirit that resulted in the house having to be cleansed by a priest. Ooh. Ooh. In, the previous, in the previous episode, I explained to you how I became a battery for homes, causing dormant or quieter homes suddenly to become active. Uh, I have many cases of this happening every time I frequent Eileen's house, for example. Sorry, Eileen. Uh, but one relatively recent, uh, but a relatively recent one has come to my attention that I thought I should share. So the home in question I lived in uh, for an extended period of time. The other people in the home were also sensitive. And as soon as I moved in, the house came alive. I'd apologized to them for the activity, but they didn't mind. They understood the strange ability, and while they didn't have the same overall senses that I do, they had their own unique abilities. We actually got to the point of being able to have conversations without speaking, and to this day we don't even realize it until people get freaked out. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Uh, they did ask me, though, if I could tell who was in the home. I told them I only felt three strong presences and uh, others kind of passing by. I have many experiences in this house, and if you'd like me to submit them, I would Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Um, But the point of this story is about the one that was not welcome. Linda had a past boyfriend who had died unexpectedly. Oh, tragic. Sorry to hear that. It sounds silly, but we refuse to use his name to this day. Oh, that's not silly at all. I completely fucking get that. Uh, Because to name it is to give it power, so we've always referred to him as Voldemort. (laughs) He who who (laughs) shall shall not be be named. named. LOL. Yeah. He was not kind to her in life, and when he passed, he would visit her frequently. The activity over the years. That's some real bullshit, man. Fuck that. It's like, move on, asshole. (laughs) Uh, This is a prime example. If not from this plane of existence, at least to some other world. Yeah. It's like, God, if if the universe has a way of telling you to move the fuck on, dying would seem to be a pretty goddamn clear (laughs) one. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. He was not kind to her in life, asshole. And when he passed, I said, asshole, not, not Amber, to be fair. I add a lot of swear words to these stories. I just, it's my own flavor. He was not kind to her in life, and when he passed, he would visit her frequently. The activity over the years in the house quieted down, and when I arrived, it had grown again to touches and waking her as she slept. Bullshit. It's he some bullshit. always targeted her. In my head, he appeared as a dark, dense shadow that used to that used her room as his dwelling. We salted, saged, uh, and saged when the activity grew. I wanted to protect her, but crystals and other tokens didn't work. It, re- it would return after a little bit of time. That happens a lot. I've had multiple friends over the years that have had like serious negative activity in their homes, and so they'll do some kind of cleansing ritual, usually sage or salts, or mm-hmm. um, something. I had a friend that was that was. Um, Mojave Indian and she had her own ritual that was kind of like she got from her mother and it worked for a time and then it comes back with a vengeance. Well, I feel like though, especially if you are a person like Amber is who attracts that kind of stuff or acts like a battery, Mm -hmm. it has to be part of your life that consistent you have to keep doing it because in it and I'm not in this story, but other yeah, it's maintenance and other not in this story, but like for example, this podcast. Perhaps we invite some things into my home Maybe. that are not welcome. So it is a regular mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So like a couple of weeks ago when the uh, podcast episode got 
haunted by 13 minutes of a ghosticles. Um, <laughs> uh, you got a sage, you know, I was like, oh, I got a sage yeah. now. So you, it's just maintenance. You got to think of it like it doesn't hurt anybody. And if you use Florida water, it just freshens up your house. It's very nice. So, uh, um, yeah. It's like it's like spiritual Febreze. That's right. Clean up that spirit piss. Get the. Is your ghost fouling the carpet? Just trying to crate train a ghost. Get a ruggable. Damnedest thing. So back to Amber's story. She decided to just deal with it, and after quite a few years, I left the home and it quieted down. It is important to mention that when I get overly upset, I lose any control I have over my shield. So when our dog died unexpectedly, it was devastating. We get that. I visited the home to grieve with them. In retrospect, I can't even imagine the amount of energy I put out after having been in control of it for so long, not to mention everyone else in the house. It It must have been enormous to have changed the negative spirit to result of what happened next. After visiting, that evening... Linda awoke to her bed shaking. It was freezing in the room, even though it was the middle of summer. She then suddenly felt that she was being slowly pulled out of her bed. She didn't see him at the end uh, of her bed, but she felt the energy of him trying to drag her towards her bedroom door. She was terrified, and she sat up and was awake for the rest of the night. This happened twice. Uh. After the second time, she had had enough. Well, after sage and salt and everything we've tried over the years, she was tired of being tormented. After reaching out, a haunt friend, me once, haunt me once, <laughs> shame on me. Uh, after reaching, there's no shame in being haunted. After reaching out, a Franciscan friar called. He offered to help, and the neighbors were curious to see a man arrive that looked like a monk in full regalia approach the house. He went straight to the bedroom. They don't know what he did in there, but he blessed the house. And the activity stopped. I came by to catch up, and they asked me if the house felt different. I felt around and turned to them surprised. He's gone, I said, and I was floored when they told me what had happened. (laughs) Now, I have recently moved back into this home. Almost immediately, the activity returned, and while some experiences have been scary, that negative spirit is still gone. Like I mentioned before, if you wish for me to elaborate on these experiences, I will. I can only hope, though, that the negative spirits stay away. (laughs) Ooh, yes, please send more. That's good. That's a good story. Definitely. Mm, mm, mm. Did we do our update on Ash yet? No. Oh, okay. No, no. We have an update on Ash? Yes. Tell me. So, first of all, we'll travel back Back to the haunted horse farm where the horses would get injured. There's something dark in the house. Mm -hmm. It's just like Mm -hmm. multiple creepy things. And they were trying to sell. It's a dark energy. It's a dark energy, yeah. And, um,. Turns out that the um, Dead Files did an episode on the. The Dead Dead Files is the one where it's a a psychic and, uh, or a clairvoyant, I guess, or sensitive and uh, and and, uh, a retired homicide detective, right? Yes, yes. That's actually one of of the better shows of its kind out there. Like, they're very. They're serious without being ridiculous about right, it. Like, right. If that makes any sense. Yes. And that came, I think it came out on the 24th of September. Oh. So you can watch the episode, see the horse farm, meet the family that we've already heard about, Ash and her oh parents. And Congratulations. Um, I know. Ash. I mean, it seems a weird thing to be well, excited about. Like, the, the, the shit in your home is so substantial that, like, yeah, the TV dead people. Files. Yeah, Dead Files showed yeah. up. But, I mean, yeah. hey, that's good. That's yeah. good. Good on you. Good on you. So uh, you can watch that. I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to spoil it for anybody right have you seen it uh no okay but i know i know about it okay okay so i haven't been able to watch i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch it yes so um the okay 
the, the best news, though, is that they have sold the house and have moved out. Oh, thank God. So Thanks. that was a big concern yeah. for them. Yeah. I'm they were so really worried. They've been to trying to sell that. it since they sent us this information. Ooh. So they have sold the horse farm and they are moving on to less. Uh, evil pastures. And I mean, the one that gets <laughs> greener, me literally is literally greener, greener pastures. Yeah. Um, better for their horses, better for them, yeah. better for everyone. And so, Especially very was, happy for them. Significantly hurting those animals, yes. too. Yes. just yeah, really bad. Sucks. Uh, How so, you gonna hurt an animal? I know. Evil, evil spirit. Yeah. So, yay, Ash and your family. Well, congratulations. We're super happy congratulations for you guys. on being on, you know, having the, the home on, on, I know. on the TV. I know. And it's congratulations so on getting the fuck out of there without Oof. having to go bankrupt. I know. Oof. Yikes. Okay, so now we have a story from John. Hello, John. Hello, John. This story is one of the oldest memories I have, but also one of the ones I remember the most and have told for many years. At around 21 years ago, I lived in a city in Georgia named Griffin, at the time a much smaller city than it is now. Four-year-old me and my parents lived in a small old brick home in a fairly wooded neighborhood. I never had any prior experiences to anything supernatural before this, before this, sorry, nor any time my brain was like, I mean, you were four. <laughs> so I can completely I don't know, distracted. You can fit a lot into four years. I know, but not the first four. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> I mean, <you're, laughs> depends on those four years. Um, <laughs> and if you did, you don't remember most of them. So... Let me start that sentence over again. <laughs> I never had any prior experiences to anything supernatural before this, nor any time after living in this same home. But this one was definitely the most frightening experience experiences out of all of the ones that would come after later on in my life. Ooh. To start the story off, we have to go back to earlier down that same day. <laughs> it was a normal day like any other. Me and my mom went to the grocery store to buy some food and other supplies for our home. I almost always had to tag along anywhere that she went, as my dad usually was very busy with work most of the day. <laughs> and you couldn't be left home alone because you were, you were four. four. <laughs> uh, uh, during our trip to the store, I was desperately trying to convince my mom to let me have this one balloon that I saw there that had a silly, though kind of creepy, clown's face on it for the design. She ended up letting me get it just to make me happy, and we headed back home and put up all the groceries. I was happy I had the balloon and was playing around with it outside in our backyard. Sadly, the joy was not to last as I accidentally lost my hold on the balloon and it floated away in the sky completely out of reach. Relatable. Yeah. As you can tell, a four-year-old child such as me was pretty distraught having lost something I was having fun with. And who else can have fun with a balloon besides a four-year-old? The re- <laughs> I mean, like, and, and an evil clown. Right. It's like you see the balloon and you're like, it's a... It's a balloon. It's a balloon. Great. And kids are like, a balloon! Woo! Oh my fucking God, a balloon! <laughs> I can play with this for 12 hours straight. <laughs> Children lose their goddamn Have minds. Have the balloon. Um, okay, so, balloons floated away. Uh, they were upset. The rest of the day went on as any normal day would until later that night. Nighttime came as did a storm that blew into our area. Ample amounts of rain and lightning came with it. As a kid, I had a horrible fear of lightning storms, so I would usually make a blanketed spot and sleep on the floor of my parents' bedroom. That's cute. Mm -hmm. I felt safer being in there with them than alone in my room. However, even though I felt safer, the storm was keeping me awake all the while, also frightening me. No matter what I tried, I just couldn't get to sleep. That 
is when I saw her. <laughs> the door to my parents' bedroom was wide open, and you could see the very darkened hallway that connects to it. And within that hallway, a figure appeared, walking very slowly towards the towards the door. <laughs> so towards towards the doorway of my parents' bedroom. It was a girl who appeared to be maybe a teen or young adult in a long white nightgown that looked similar to the designs of those in the 19th century. Same. What? Bitches in white. Hashtag bitches in white. White. Yep, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> she got so far as slightly past the door <laughs> frame. Like, what do you want me to say? I mean, yeah. obviously, it's bitches in white. Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry. I, there's so many things I could have said. but 19th right. century bitches in white. She got so... It's different. It's a different kind of bitch altogether. It, it is very different. She got so far as to slightly past the doorframe and then remained still in that area, staring directly at me. I was absolutely stunned in fear just staring at this unknown being in our home. And to add even more fear to myself, the girl spoke my name. My middle name at that, oh. which was usually what everyone who knew me called me. She spoke it at least once or twice. Oh. I was too frightened to cry out to my parents or get up to even wake them. I just laid there, completely frozen. The lightning was flashing rapidly at this time over and over again, and the wind was howling outside. As I turned my head towards my parents' towards my parents' window <laughs> in their bedroom, <laughs> the last bit of my being... Stands out like a nose in face every time you say it. Towards. And you actually come forward when you say it. Towards my parents' towards. window. It's, yeah. like a, it's like a slingshot. Yeah. Towards my parents' window in their bedroom. <laughs> the last bit of my being was completely filled with terror. There in the window was the balloon I had lost earlier that day. The very balloon that I saw fly far away in the sky. There it was, with a slightly disturbing clown, disturbing clown face on it, pointed directly at me oh. as it were staring at me, too. Ugh. As soon as I saw this, I immediately pulled the blankets over my head. Logical. Good move. Good move. Uh, and just hoped that nothing would happen to me, hoping that the ghostly girl wouldn't hurt me either. Eventually, I fell asleep despite my fears, and then morning came. The following day, I told my story to my parents, though they felt that maybe I just had a bad dream. I wasn't able to explain it much better to them until I was older and had a better, better vocabulary at my disposal. Oh, and the balloon that was in the window that night? Gone. There wasn't a single trace of it anywhere. It wasn't until years later that I learned that several people in that neighborhood had somewhat similar supernatural experiences as I did. One woman saying that a rocking chair in her home would rock by itself as if someone were in it at night. Another seemed to have seen the same girl that I had as well. Seems I am not the only one with such an experience there. I can tell you for certain I never want to go to that neighborhood again. Ugh. I felt like this might be a misunderstood spirit. Like, maybe she's just trying to tell him everything's okay. And look, here's that balloon you're playing with. Everything's going to be okay. I saved it from the storm. Isn't that fun? And he's like, ah! And then she goes to help someone else. It's like, look, it's okay. Isn't everything okay? And then the kid's like, ah! It's a ghost. <laughs> and she's like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing? I need to read that book again about how they do it. Oh, okay. I know. You know what? Kids like scary faces. I'll make a scary face next <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, that's like, what I'll do. <laughs> There's a, yeah. there's you know a little show love? in there. Evil clowns. I'm going to I'm gonna clown. show them a picture of a right clown. He. Well, you know, it's funny. You th okay, so, let, you know, if, if she is a ghost from the 19th century, if you go back and look at what photos existed back then, or, you know, you look at, like, children's toys, mm -hmm. they were fucking terrifying yeah, looking. Like, absolutely. even, like, brand new, off the shelf, or freshly made, whatever, where they came from. Like, they're terrifying. Masks that kids wore uh -huh. for Halloween, fucking terrifying. 
to those kids, that was normal. So right. it wasn't terrifying. But if the same ghost was like, oh, a child would like this. And is like, you know, trying to like, right. no, it's a century from now. And then tr- much more sensitive now. We don't. Yeah. Clowns are scary now. Clowns are very scary in a way that they may not have been in the 19th uh-huh. century. So she's just misjudging it because she hasn't accounting for the change in tastes. Right. Right. Well, what did I see recently? Oh, Joker. And it's, you know, it takes place in the early 80s, I guess, which it had to like beyond the timeline. There's a lot of clown imagery that people would have been terrified of because it was pre it pre it. It changed everything. Yeah. It on the on not the movie, not the new movie, but But the the series. Well, the book. Yeah. And then the the, The the series that we could see it all as children. And so Uh our generation is traumatized by that television. Curry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We all love him, and yet oh, he's great. But I mean, many we, of us are terrified of. Him. We love I'm him because he traumatized us in just about every role he did. Yeah, yeah. Few well, and then that traumatizing children furthered the communication of the serial killer. What's mm, his name? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, who did the clown stuff too? Yep. And so it just added on Fuck and added a bunch on. Of that but, guy. but anyway, <sighs> I hope that terrifying. that spirit was just misunderstood, and she was just trying to Maybe. soothe you. But Maybe. you you were too vulnerable to understand. You were four. You were, you were four. Yeah. Scary, John, though. Yeah, good story though. Yeah, really good yeah, story. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, I guess it. that's it. That's we it don't have anything episode. else. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Check out the podcast yeah. uh, website. Do it's really difficult to remember at schoolintentions.com. <laughs> Chances are you've already been there. It's and that's how you listen to it now. Or the podcast apps. Um, Get t-shirts on the website. Yeah. Oh, no, we, we, have people been cool. giving us reviews? Have people been giving us star reviews? I think so, but keep doing that. Yeah, keep doing that because that's, we, you know. That's helpful. We like to know we're doing a good job. We have the Patreon as yeah, well. Yeah, thank you so thank much you for those of our that are patrons. That's right, that's right. And, and, you know, and whether you can or can't, thanks for listening all the same. Absolutely, absolutely. And remember, it's, it's okay, okay to sleep, sleep with the lights on. on. Fun to make noises. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll take it.